Hello everyone, welcome to the LFG cast, your one-stop shop for everything lifting, feasting, and gaming related. I am your host, Phantom, joined once again by the big boy himself. There he is. Okay, so we have a jam-packed episode for you guys tonight. Uh, we got show notes, like going the full mod sound off yeah that's right all the mods in chat sound off let everyone know you're here watching with your hammers so we do <laughs> we like hammers here boys so we got a big episode packed we're gonna jump right into it today um so first thing on the list is we're gonna go through some gaming news that's kind of just going around in the industry right now we're gonna jump into our nutrition topic for the day uh, and then we got a viewer question that we're going to answer at the end of stream. If you would like any of your questions answered, please feel free to message us anywhere on the internet, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Discord. If you're in the Discord, drop them in nutrition and just at me or, uh, or yeah, leave a little, you know what? I don't like the way my mic looks in the shot. I should have done this way before, but we're just going to do it now. Sorry, boys. We're gonna fix this real quick and then we're gonna get into into the episode so i can aha there we go that's better okay so first things first in the gaming news area assassin's creed valhalla just went gold uh so that's huge if you like assassin's creed so you know i'm excited zef are you excited for uh Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. There's hold on, for some reason. Uh not coming through on uh Discord on Streamlabs. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I, uh, wait, what up Calico? Oh no. Yes, you were, you were muted through stream. So talk again. Tell everyone, are you excited for Valhalla? You were muted. Well, now I'm not going to do it. No. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, like I said, I'm not super, super hyped for it. Uh, but I am excited, especially with all the new details that are coming out. Uh, mm -hmm. And especially because they had Fenrir in one of those new trailers. I was like, all right, okay, you have my attention now. Yeah, I I will say after playing through Odyssey and 100%ing Odyssey, or at least platinuming it, I am more excited for Valhalla because Valhalla looks... It's it's made by UBS, Ubisoft Montreal. So it's made by the Origins team, the Black Flag team. And it looks like a true hybrid of what they were kind of trying to do with Origins and Odyssey with a little bit of that return to form of the old Assassin's Creed games. But I, I want to see how it plays out. I might honestly just ask for it for Christmas and just put it on the shelf until I get through all the games I have to get through. But yeah, OK, all the games. Yeah. Leaving yeah. the one unmentioned, but leaving all the games. OK, you know, right. you know what's you know, listen, we're going through games right now. All right. The the holidays okay, are going to be the holidays are going to be a big, a big time. And we'll get yeah, into that right, after okay. podcast. All right. So uh, Beyond Light got a new story trailer and a couple new character trailers for Varix uh... and the stranger. Mm -hmm. uh, the Beyond Light trailer, honestly, pretty hype. They showed off some of the cutscenes. Our Guardian's going to talk again, which has been... Uh, it'll be the third expansion in a row. Our Guardian has talked in some form. Because they did talk in Shadowkeep. Yep. So again... said one thing. Well, listen, think. we only said one thing in Forsaken. Yeah, but it was hype. Aldrin Sov is mine. So, that's really hype. Uh, and then something that kind of came out of nowhere 
that I think a lot of people have mixed feelings about is the first set photo from the Nathan Drake Uncharted prequel film has been released. And uh, our friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, Tommy Holland, uh, is playing a young Nathan Drake. The, The my takeaway is this, right? So the set looks good. Like the set looks like it's it's uncharted, right? And that's kind of hard to mess up, but the set, at least in the photo, looked I was like, yeah, that could be in like Uncharted 1 or Uncharted 2. Like, you know, I could picture that. Aesthetically, his outfit is there, right? He's got the the tattered, like beige shirt, the cargo pants, the boots, he's got the ring on the on his neck. It's just, you know, Tom Holland's a little young and, uh, you know, I was talking to Pop and Lock about it and he was like, I don't know, man, he doesn't he doesn't look like Nathan Drake. And I was like, okay, well, take into consideration it's a prequel film. We don't know how early it's set, but if they're playing within the game canon and the game lore, um, it's got to be sometime after he meets Sully because he meets Sully at a very early age. Um, and that's kind of when this really starts for him. And also, you're never because they mod capped. Um, what is it? I can't think of his name. Oh my god, I'm a terrible hurt. Mark Wahlberg. No. No, 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 no. Uh, who who plays Nathan Drake in the game? Nolan North. Nolan North. There it is. They mod capped Nolan North for Nathan Drake, and they kind of built Drake yeah. around him. So I don't think you'll ever get a real like one to one comparison unless they were to do an animated film, like a full CGI film, which honestly, I wouldn't be opposed to. Uh, I wouldn't be opposed to it, but at the same time, that feels like uh, Uncharted, but with more steps. All right. Yeah. No. Yeah. You got to go to a movie. You got to sit there for two hours. (laughs) But like, so like that was that was the good thing about the ratchet and clank movie even though it wasn't the best it was an animated film so it got to play in its realm the warcraft movie suffered a little bit because of just the the scope of the game but the two other actors that were tied to the uncharted film that came out today um mark Wahlberg and antonio banderas i assume that antonio banderas may play the villain and i say may because a lot of like the treasure and stuff that Drake hunts is, you know, kind of in that area. That's not me like profiling. That's just going off of things I've seen Nathan Drake go through before. Um, well, I mean, from there, there was that teaser trailer and they're going to do Eldorado. I think. Hold on. There's a teaser trailer uh, that I've seen. It may leaked that's gotta be a leak because all Um, i knew is they were making the movie and then it went dark and now tom holland released this yeah i was looking around um because that trailer i'm assuming it's a leak so i'm not even gonna post a link to it or say where i found it okay Um, because after i saw the photo i was hyped and i was looking around but uh it the trailer looked kind of basic like it didn't look good in its quality i'm like all right this has got to be fake but um well we're not even fake but this has got to be a leak yeah because remember the the ant-man and the deadpool trailers that leaked were like yeah really like phone filmed yeah so it felt like a step above that in quality okay um and it seemed like they were going to go with el dorado as their plot and it seemed like of course there's going to be a cult involved so like maybe antonio antonio banderas is involved with that but um all right, so based if, off what I saw in the leak, I'm like hoping it's better than that. <laughs> okay, so if if this leak is to be believed, mm-hmm. and they're going with a cult, uh, not a cult, they're going with El Dorado again, mm-hmm. right? And Tom Holland has confirmed this is a prequel film, mm-hmm. so this will theoretically set up the first game. I am led to believe that Antonio Banderas plays. Um, I can't think of his name. Is it Eddie from the first game? Yeah. Is it Eddie? Is it Eddie Rojas? So. The dude with the it's gun? Either, well, it's either going to be Eddie because because um, he's not playing no, the German guy. It's probably going to be the other guy. It's probably going to be the other guy who. Really? Um, yeah. His uh, assistant. His boss. His boss. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, 
but uh, I don't I don't think they're gonna do an exact replication. No, obviously. Well, because like you assume the Tomb Raider movie that came out was like a take on the Tomb Raider games that had come out yeah. recently. So, um, I really hope Mark Wahlberg does not play Sully. I, I mean, think I th- listen. I think Mark Wahlberg might play Nate's brother. I think that could be cool. Sam. That's yeah. way too much of an age disparity for a prequel, man. Yeah, I know. But like, could you picture Mark Wahlberg playing? He's listed on IMDb as Sully. Oh man. All right, this movie's gonna be garbage. <laughs> Tom Holland may be the only thing redeeming this movie, and Antonio we'll Banderas. We'll I don't see. know. Come on. Like, okay, so I know everybody's like, oh, he doesn't look like Nathan Drake. Here's my thing. Nathan Drake is like kind of like that typical like remember when that when that film with Nathan Fillion came out and Nathan mm-hmm. Fillion played that was Nathan really Drake? Good. Oh great. Yeah. Right? Honestly, Nathan Fillion could be Nathan Drake and that'd be great. But like Soli is such like Soli is a type character. And there mm-hmm. are certain actors that can fit that type. Uh I mean, until I see the trailer, I'm gonna give it to him. I think he can do it. I'm gonna give it to him until I okay. see the trailer. I don't okay. think it's impossible. You know, I just, I think. Not my and, first pick. Oh no, definitely not. I, you know, and excuse my, excuse my French, but like, there are very few people right now, and I can't even think of one off the top of my head. But I don't personally think Mark Wahlberg can play Victor Goddamn Sullivan, mm-hmm. walking around the forest, going, Nate, I'm sweating like a hooker in church, <laughs> smoking a cigar <laughs> in a Hawaiian shirt. Like, come yeah. on. But that's just me. You know, I could be surprised. So. We gotta wait yeah, and we'll see. see. We gotta wait and see, right? Um, mm-hmm. I think licensed video game movies are always tricky. I heard the Tomb Raider film was good, but you know, fans of the Warcraft film are kind of split on it. Fans of the Ratchet and Clank film are kind of split mm-hmm. on it. I think if you look at the Ratchet and Clank film as it's a kids film, it works really well. The game that was made for it, uh, you know, I'll get into that when I get into my review, but uh. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll see. The Assassin's Creed film, I kind of liked because they didn't really touch any existing characters. Let me bring up the abomination that is the Monster Hunter movie. Oh, yeah, that got a trailer. (laughs) And it seems like we're not going to talk about that. So uh, we're going to move on to our main topic for today, uh, which is our continuation of nutrition. And today's episode is going to be about fad diets and the problems they can cause. Um, Now, when I wrote this as a topic, I was thinking strictly into the realm of John Goodman would be an amazing Sully. Yes. I think Calico now. I think I think John Goodman can play a real good Sully. Um, Yeah. So I agree with that. So when I say uh, when I say fad diets and the problems they can cause, I'm personally talking about in the realm of of weight loss and of habits okay um and when i say fad diets i mean things like keto like um what are other couple one like fat burners um uh well i mean there's a lot to there are fad diets you listen yeah there's you, a lot to right. unpack there's a lot of so fad diets. so i'm gonna i'm gonna like hand the reins over to you for the folks at home what is a fad diet and can you give us some examples I mean, we're going to have a throwback into the days of yesteryear, but like the Atkins diet was like a fad diet, right? Um, Hold on. Did you did you ever see the Bad News Bears film with um, Billy Bob Thornton? Oh, yeah. And the back kid Uh, drops the back. (laughs) Is that a baggie full of bacon? I'm on Atkins. Yep. Uh, Paleo. Yep. It's another one. Uh, Jenny Uh, Craig. Yep. A lot of so most the general very general header uh yeah juice cleansing but another general heading for a fad diet uh, and take this with a grain of salt is that like in your diet if somebody is like oh this is the secret to weight loss or this is the one thing you know and somebody's trying to sell you that um it's probably a fad diet because uh-huh. again, like we covered last week, the one of the most certain things in weight loss 
is going to be thermodynamics. You know, calories in, calories out. As long as you are in a deficit, you are going to lose weight. That's just thermodynamics, right? Um, right. We got uh, we got some quick questions in chat. I don't mean sure. to interrupt. Uh, Salt would like to know: Would you consider keto to be a fad diet as well? Honestly, yeah, I kind of would. Yeah. And uh, Pop and Lock says: Is Weight Watchers one too? Which so Weight Watchers. I'm actually going to say that's less in the realm of a fad diet. They're selling you a system. They're selling you a system, right? Um, and they want you to buy their products. But everything in the system is pretty healthy. It's like you have to eat specifically this way. Because right. for Weight Watchers, you know, like you've got to count your calories and they help you with your macros. Right. Um, so like, uh, like Nutrisystem. Yeah, like they're selling you the system. That's what you're buying with Weight Watchers, aside from, you know, and then they try to sell you their food products. So it's pretty easy to say that, like, oh, yeah, this is a fed diet. But no, we're talking about somebody is trying to sell you the one way, not just like, hey, this is you need to be in a deficit, eat your macros and keep track of this stuff. We will help you keep track of this stuff, eat specifically this stuff that we are selling because it's ours. Um, mm hmm. But uh, um, have you okay? So have you heard of Noom, the new thing, that new one Noom. that's going on? Noom, N O O M. I mean, I've made that noise when I've had to run out of a room when somebody wants to question Noom. me about something. Noom, <laughs> but no, like no, I've no, never no, heard okay, of that so, diet. <laughs> so Noom, uh, my fiance's in chat, and she brought that up because she tried that uh -huh. before the pandemic, and okay. it worked for her. But it was essentially it wasn't like a fad diet. Like they labeled they labeled foods in like categories like green like yellow and and red and each one was like so like red was like super high moderation foods like food you can like they didn't say you can't have it but it was like this is food you eat in like in like moderation like okay uh, I mean, like like sweets that, and it was more or less like a system to, yeah it was it was more or less a system they didn't sell you any prepackaged stuff like weight rochers yeah. or uh system but, you know, they had a trial and it was essentially, from what I gathered, teaching caloric deficit. And that's going to be the big difference here, because somebody who's trying to sell you a fad diet isn't necessarily going to tell you how it works. Right. Right. They're just going to say, do this like ours is the one way. If you follow this thing, you're going to lose weight. You're going to look better, et cetera, et cetera. But they're not going to really tell you how it works. Yeah. Like the um, like the V shred dude. On, yeah, exactly. uh, on YouTube. But something with Weight Watchers, the initial kind of premise and the impact of it is getting you to understand why it's working. And so while I am not a huge fan of Weight Watchers, I'm not going to necessarily throw it under the bus as a fad diet because the point is to teach you why it's working, right? So that's why right. I cut it a little slack. Right. Okay. Um so now and i mean we could probably make episodes about each one of these but like in general um mm -hmm. so there are there are things that separate these fad diets you know because not all mm -hmm. fad diets are alike mm -hmm. so for example the atkins one i believe it's like a point system like foods have points and i guess yeah. like you're allowed points in a day yeah and you can't go over those points, etc. Um, listen, listen. If you're gonna count stuff like that, you might as well just count macros and calories. Exactly. Because exactly. It, you're already doing math. I mean, mm -hmm. just go to the root of it. <laughs> it seems like macros with more steps. Uh... It is. <laughs> um. So. But we're... getting back to these other ones, as right, far as right, like paleo and juice cleansing uh a lot of this stuff is based on like anecdotal evidence too of oh this really worked for me it's gonna work for you too now let, let me show you the one way that worked for me so you can look like me right that's the that's the selling point of right. i did this with very special circumstances now let me let me impart to you the way the mystic truth of this diet and uh you know, it's I'm going to show you how this is going to work. And yeah, don't 
really need that. You see that a lot with juice cleansing because what's going to happen there is we were talking about how that's mostly based on volume, right? Right. Yeah. Your, yeah. your stomach only has so much content, and so you're just filling it with juice. Uh, and then a lot of what you're going to be getting is your micronutrients because you're not going to find 25 grams of protein in a papaya. I'm sorry, you're just not. But you are going to find a lot of vitamins and minerals in your fruits and vegetables, which is the main appeal. Right. And like, um, if you like, if you do a juice cleanse, you know, mm -hmm. the only way I can see adding protein into that, you know, into that kind of diet mm -hmm. is um, adding like Greek yogurt or protein powders or mm -hmm. chia seeds. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have to supplement it somehow because you a lot of people who end up with just juice, you know, like they're not going to get scurvy, but uh, a lot of other stuff is kind of falling by the wayside there. Um, oh, yeah. Things, you know, but, things you need. Yeah. It's also a lot of sugar in a juice cleanse. And I'm just going to come out and say it. A juice cleanse has found a great way to gentrify sugar. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, you, you don't need to do that. I'm not going to say that all juice is bad, but your diet should not be entirely juice based. It's just oh, yeah. not good for you long term. And like, you know, with a juice cleanse, you typically make the, the juice yourself, right? Like you throw a bunch yeah. of shit in a blender, you blend it up until it's a smoothie and you drink it. So yeah. Or well, not even a smoothie, right? Right, right. A smoothie, there's some consistency in there. It's right. literally just right. a juice. Okay, so arguably, you you are already you can arguably make the case. Well, it's healthier than drinking like bottled fruit juices you get in the store. And mm -hmm. theoretically, you're right because all of those juices, I guarantee you, most of them are from concentrate. I guarantee you, most of them have added sugars and added preservatives. But mm -hmm. like. To your point, you can't survive like, yes, sugar in fruit is different than sugar in a candy bar, but at the end of the day, it's still sugar. And even though there's fiber and fructose and all this other stuff in like fruit, mm -hmm. it, you're, you, you can't just survive off of that. Yeah. Uh, and the uh, human body is a pretty complex machine. It needs a lot of different sources to right. well it needs it needs your macronutrients and however you are getting those macronutrients in reasonable quantities to promote health and wellness we can say under a general heading that's a good diet but when you start seeing a lot of and i'm going to say the majority there are exceptions here right but when you see a lot of exclusion diets um that's when your interest should be peaked, and that's when you should be starting to ask some questions. Okay. Uh, and not necessarily being like, oh, this is terrible, right? But that's when you should be starting to ask some critical questions. Because in general, again, very generally, the human body is pretty adaptable but you still want to make sure that you are getting all your macronutrients and all your micronutrients in order to promote health and wellness. As right. long as you are healthy at the end of this, and not just like, oh yeah, I'm healthy, but like you are healthy. Somebody can look at you and be like, oh, okay, yeah, no. You look healthy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're not about to fall over and die. I don't need to bring you into a hospital right now. Um, but as long as you are maintaining health and wellness, your diet is okay. Yeah. Very generally speaking. Very generally. So, and I think I think that's the first problem with with fad diets. And we're I'm not even going to touch fat burners because we can do a whole episode on supplements later, um, because that's what that kind of falls into. But the thing with fad diets, and in strictly in terms of like let's say my case of losing weight and getting to a healthy weight and building a healthy lifestyle is 
one the exclusion right so like if you look at the keto the ketogenic diet the keto diet on paper, it's like, oh, you eat your fats, you eat your proteins, and then you have like, you know, a minimal amount of carbohydrates because you want your body to use the fat as energy instead of the carbohydrates, which like, yeah. okay, on paper, on paper make, makes sense, right? Yeah, it's like, oh, it makes sense. But the problem with that is you have these people that go on the ketogenic diet, eat like fucking, you know, eat good food. Like, you know, they having like steaks and they having burgers and they're having like cheese and they're having like, you know, they're having, they're, they're doing okay. You know, they're, they're probably limiting the amount of like sp bottled sauces they're putting on because those bottled mm -hmm. sauces are going to hold potentially some extra carbs that they don't really want to use. Mm -hmm. But the problem is that long-term, at least from what I've seen, because I cannot speak from experience on this long-term, it is not sustainable no god no because people uh, so, are like oh i want to go on the ketogenic diet and when they lose however much weight they want to lose they stop and then it's they most likely just climb right back up because they're eating things like you know yeah potatoes again yeah. uh so that is what we would also term as an exclusion diet and i am going to pick on the keto diet a bit here uh because a lot of folks that I know or know of mm -hmm. who have gotten super strong and then went on the keto diet, like, you know, they have lost some weight and they've leaned up, but they haven't sustained it for super long. Uh, nobody has, nobody that I have met personally, right? Nobody that I have met personally has gotten insanely strong or fit on the keto diet. They've gotten to that place and then they've reduced weight with it right but that was never their training protocol nutrition okay right um also <laughs> i'm just gonna come out and say it carbs from broccoli don't count broccoli's good for you, you know? <laughs> eat your eat your broccoli kids broccoli's got the fiber yeah like my god uh lettuce though you have to count the carbs from that like a thousand times because lettuce is a terrible vegetable do everything you can to not have lettuce substitute spinach but my hatred of lettuce aside oh my god uh literally like it's vegetables you will be okay you should be factoring in mm -hmm. like if you're trying to be strict about your nutrition protocol for whatever reason i'm not going to question the reason for that uh you should be factoring that in yes but at the end of the day right if it means you went a little over because you had the side of broccoli or the option is to be under and stay in deficit and not eat the broccoli and get the benefits of it from the micronutrients and like the shitload of nutritional benefits of broccoli just go for it man you'll be fine it's okay yeah. to be a little bit over for a vegetable you're not gonna die vegetables <laughs> are good for you your body literally needs the vitamins and minerals yeah and you know like the only other option if you're not going to eat your vegetables you're probably going to substitute them or try and substitute them with a greens powder and then you run it's like well a that's going to cost you more money mm -hmm. because sups aren't cheap even like nah. just tubs of pro like literally the cheapest tub of whey protein i buy that is that it's like it's still like an okay like a, like a you know pretty solid quality mm -hmm. is still on sale like 16 dollars uh and most of them are they've got a bunch of filler yeah you know? so you gotta like read them you, you gotta read them labels kids yeah you are what you're paying for is the proprietary compound in there of where it's got i'm not gonna name any company names so that i don't wake up and there's a bunch <laughs> of suits at my door <laughs> but you are paying for season the proprietary compound yeah, yeah. Season that's why they're gonna perfect aim me broccoli is a free space that's right you should yep. grab it. It's free. Literally, it's free real estate. <laughs> um, um, no, but that's why, like, one thing I learned on my fitness journey, especially around proteins, is a lot of... And this is why I'm thankful that I found certain channels that I did, because they're like, listen, if you're going to buy sups, you don't need them. Yeah. But if you're going to buy them, like whey protein, they were like, look at the back. You want to find one that doesn't have a proprietary blend that's uh, I, go ahead it's tough to do no that's very tough to do no it is yes so that's why i like 
started getting things like the one I, I used to get if I'm on a budget and I'm like really trying to pinch pennies uh body fortress which is the cheap one it's like 16 dollars yeah. on sale at walmart body yep. fortress um the only other two types of protein that i've used besides body fortress is i'm sorry three other types was uh bodybuilding.coms like they're just mm. base whey protein i don't like that i don't like how you said that <laughs> i feel like i've made a terrible mistake nope keep going it's fine um promise by olympus lifestyle mm -hmm. and this one i use more for like if i'm baking like those oatmeals you see me post on discord yeah. uh pe science oh okay all right because it's casein it's a casein blend so it like thickens yeah. better um which we're gonna get into supplements on another episode um but out of those four how many of them would you be like you're kind of wasting your money do you want the answer the real yeah, answer like the real answer like if i chose like if i that was the only sup i bought was whey protein and i used it as a supplement not like oh i this is how i'm gonna hit like no it's like i supplemented it to just like make sure i had that little cushion okay i mean if you're using it as a cushion then honestly you're okay but if you were to use any of those and i'm gonna have to go in deep on the ingredient profile um probably wasting your time okay <laughs> like if you're gonna use that as your main source all right nutrition. okay all right perfect that's why i'm yes. glad i eat real food moral yeah. of the story kids if you're trying to lose weight build muscle or just be healthier eat real food first yep like because you don't sit there and go oh man i had my multivitamin today i don't need to eat no vegetables mm -hmm. no you 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 still that's eat the, the vegetables the thing also with multivitamins that I want to get into real quick, because I can sense on the horizon that this is going to turn into a storm of a tangent. Yes. Uh, so just real quick for multivitamin, the reason that they jack up those percentages so high is because you are going to lose the vast majority of them through waste. Right. Okay. And I've heard that so through, through urine. Yeah. You literally just like yep. piss it straight out. Yep, there's a reason that they're going to give you like 500% vitamin B. It's because by the time you're done processing everything, you're only going to retain a fraction of that. Right. And but I know, away I, from yeah. that hurt. Away, yeah, because I have a question about vitamins, but we're getting we'll probably do a supplement yeah. one pretty soon. Okay, so yeah. long-term diets like paleo, ketogenic, um, yeah. vegan, carnivore. Well, okay, um, hold up. Hold okay. up. In fairness to the vegan diet i would not say that's a fad diet right okay i wouldn't okay i wouldn't say it's a fad diet by nature i think people treat it um, i think people can but i would not i would not classify it as a fad diet. no right uh salt wants to know you're telling me the wrong way to nutrition is eating twicey nugs from mickey d's yeah vitamins just give you expensive urine i mean kind of mm -hmm. um yeah so, no, i mean you may as well piss in a cup and sell it back to gnc so like the the thing with i think with like the vegan diet or like the vegetarian diet is by nature right um it's not it's not a fad diet you're right because like i know people in my life that are like yeah dude i literally just can't eat like dairy at all yeah. so like i've just gone like i have a friend she's like i'm just gonna go vegan and you know like and then there are the people that like morally think there is something wrong with killing animals, which is their prerogative. Yeah. And they're like, dude, I just, I just can't do it, man. And I'm like, yeah. that's fine. Like you want to stay mm -hmm. away from me, you know, make sure well, you find. <laughs> I Go think on. that the reason I'm not going to say it's a fad diet and be, I can see this also going to a huge tangent, but this is very on topic. So I'm going to go for it um either between the dietary restrictions of hey listen i literally cannot have this food mm -hmm. or the moral imperative or a combination between and you just so happen to have a venn diagram right right uh that's why i'm not going to classify it as a fad diet also because i have seen folks either get wicked strong on those diets or mm -hmm. be wicked strong make a lifestyle change and maintain that right right yeah no, I com I completely agree. I think people turn it people contextual it can be contextualized into a fad diet because there are yeah. there are people out there like, oh my god, like I'm going vegan. And it's like mm -hmm. why? And you're like, 
because I want to lose weight. And it's like, you think going vegan is going to solve that? Like, yeah, but like how long? And then like, you know, in two, like there was a kid I knew in high school who went vegan. Mm -hmm. And then like, I don't know, like four, three or four years later, the dude was like, yeah, I'm done doing it. And it's like, well, okay. See there. It's a fine line. You can use it as a tool. Right. And I'm not going to say that people don't kind of flock to it for interesting reasons of just like, oh, I heard, you know, and they're just like trying something. They're just trying to use any tool in the toolbox, right? I need to put these cabinets up. Let me use this hammer. Uh, but okay. there are other people who are very serious about it and dedicated to it. Right. Uh, and they make it work, right? Uh, because that's another thing. People don't like when their diets are hard work. Oh, yeah, uh, no. That's why calorie deficit yeah. around, like, any social media platform is like, what are you talking about? And it's like, yeah, no, you got to be in a calorie deficit to lose weight. Period. Oreos are vegan. That is correct. Yes, thank you, Calico. Oreos are vegan. It's not about weight loss. Uh, you can use it as a weight loss tool. Mm -hmm. Um... But a lot of it is either I cannot have this food or the moral imperative, which again, circling back to it's not a fad diet. I've never met anyone who's like, oh, man, if I don't eat this stick of butter around my bacon, I will die. Or if they have, like, they're just not an interesting person. You should probably leave them alone. Oh, my God. Okay. So, um, so for these, like, actual fad fad diets, right? Yeah. It's... I. I don't think they they help you build long lasting habits. No. And I think that's why like they just they hit those buzzwords, right? Mm -hmm. Like you go on a social media and you make a post and I I guarantee and you know what if you follow me on TikTok, I might even do it to see what happens. I'll put it on Instagram. Make a post and you say the only way to lose weight is in a calorie deficit. Mm -hmm. I can almost guarantee you will have some supporters or you will have a bunch of people be like, what are you talking about? Like, that's not true. Like yeah, I was on keto. I was on keto and I lost 20 pounds. And it's like, yeah, cause you didn't know you were in a calorie deficit. Mm -hmm. Like eating friggin' meat and cheese all the time and fish, you know, like eating all that stuff. That's not what gets you the food. The type of food doesn't get you there. It's the amount. You want to think about the type of food for your health in the long term. But when you're looking at losing weight, it's not like. Like, oh, yeah, if I just eat steak and I just eat meat, <laughs> if I Sorry. just the only way to lose weight is to be mean to the fat. So it'll leave. I mean, if a skinny white girl in Bali is selling it. Nope. <laughs> yeah, no, like legit. Mm. But, you know, like. If you make a whole thing like I'm going on the ketogenic diet, I want to lose weight and you like mm -hmm. log your progress through videos and vlogs. Yes, you will see progress. And that's how people like are like, oh, man, that's how we did it. We got to do it like that's the yep. that's the magic buzz. But also you've taken out what you really have to consider here for the keto diet is I'm not going to say it's impossible to lose weight because clearly we have anecdotal evidence to the contrary and we have other mm -hmm. peer-reviewed evidence to the contrary about yes you will lose weight but that's <laughs> for some people that's all they need to hear right uh right. but the reason you're going to be losing this weight is you have cut out a third of your macronutrients just think yeah. about that for yeah. a second you have cut out a third of the building blocks right of yeah food. capital f food um so of course you're going to be in a deficit so um, of course you're going to lose weight it's not because you were eating the deep fried butter. No, oh my God. that's not why you lost the weight. It's because you put yourself in a deficit, right? Um. Yeah, no, it's. Also, please, God, chat, don't eat deep fried butter. Just don't don't do it. I made ba I made homemade bacon jam once and I was like, listen, I do not ever need to make that much of it again. Um. It was delicious, but I it was like there's no reason for me to make a pound of onions. Like Yeah. Um The the thing is like 
I for I lost my train of thought. I had something, and you came in, and now it's gone. It's it's disappeared. Uh, uh, salt. As long as you're also eating some broccoli on the side, I can't technically stop you, but you should probably write up a will. Bubbles has a better diet than me. That's okay. Like so, that's another thing. Oh god. <laughs> you ever notice how sometimes pets eat better than people? Well, yeah, that's because people hate people, but we generally all, you know, right, like dogs um, and cats. Yeah, so you know, <laughs> people these... suck, but Bubbles did nothing wrong. <laughs> they don't, they don't teach you how to build long-term healthy habits, right? Exactly, and that's another pretty big marker of a fat diet. The... They're not teaching you anything, right? And that's that's why something like, and even though it, listen, it's hard. I think that, oh, that's what it was, hard work. That's why nobody likes calorie deficits. Mm -hmm. Because you have to put in the time mm -hmm. to sit there and go, okay. And something I learned, and I'm honestly kind of like, I hope I'm in the process of doing it, is like, you have intuitive eating. That's a big thing right now. It's like, oh, just eat when you're hungry. And it's like, it's, it's not that simple. If you have someone who was my weight, like 335 pounds, you cannot tell a 335 pound linemen just intuitively eat you'll be okay because do you know what my lunch consisted of sometimes in college it'd be like a pulled pork sandwich chicken fingers fries and then a big cup of strawberry yogurt with banana chips yeah and you know what i wouldn't feel overly full from that and it's like no you have to sit there you have to put the work in you kind of have to teach yourself these things and then when you get you will get to a point when you're Learn, when you learn about macros and caloric deficits you will get mm -hmm. to a point where you can just you don't have to count anymore unless you're like mm -hmm. prepping for something or like you're really trying to bulk or cut yeah once you build the healthy habits you you don't like my breakfast arguably i have like the same thing on the weekends all the time to the point where like I don't even sit there and try like right now I'm not tracking anything because I'm not while I'm still trying to lose weight I'm not actively working out mm -hmm. so like I'm not being strict with myself but I'm at the point where I know like okay what am I gonna make for breakfast I know that yeah. if I eat a cup of egg whites right with some turkey bacon may you know maybe some spinach thrown in there and like one serving of Kodiak cakes that I will be uh that I will be satiated, and that will keep me for, like, most of the day. Well, but the I... thing about intuitive eating is you have to train that intuition, because... Right. You have to put in the work. <laughs> yeah, you've got to put in the work, because, I mean, just super simple example. The way we learn not to touch hot things is first, like, you have to learn that lesson the hard way, and now you intuitively know, oh, do not touch hot things. Right. Um, Pavlov so you've got to make a... Yeah, you've got to make a couple mistakes and then you've got to figure out and you've got to ask. You've got to ask the questions of why did this work mm -hmm. or why did this not work? Yeah, um, you, you can't just sit can't, there and go, oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, you can't just trust your intuition off the bat. Yeah. Um, you've got to tune it a bit and then you can start to trust. Right, it. especially if you have a, I don't want to say eating disorder because that's like specifically classified for certain things. But like, if you have a problem with food, like me, I am still working through emotionally eating. That was something I did for the bulk of my life is I emotionally ate. It's the reason I gained the weight I did in college. You cannot tell someone who emotionally eats to intuitively eat because their trigger to eat is emotions, whether they're happy whether they're sad is uh ooh, that's weird are you back i'm back those are really okay. weird dc okay um you cannot tell someone who emotionally eats to intuitively eat because they have not trained their intuition to eat in a healthy manner with healthy habits they eat when they're happy they eat when they're sad they eat when they're angry because at least this was my thinking i'm not doing physical harm to myself because i'm eating when in the reality, I was. I was putting weight and pressure on my joints and my muscles, and I was essentially slowing down the machine that is my body. So that's why 
learning things like caloric deficit and macronutrients, even if you're not trying to lose weight, if you don't know caloric maintenance and you're just like, oh yeah, I just gained weight in the fall. Like it's, it's so basic. I can literally teach it right now on stream and you can correct me. Right. Mm -hmm. You know why people uh, gain what? No, no, no. Go ahead. Go okay. Ahead. I was going to say in the winter, right? Average, average person, not like fully active, not fully sedentary, average person in the winter, they will probably gain a couple pounds, right? On average, on average, on average, they'll gain a couple pounds. They don't track anything. They don't, they just go there day to day. In the spring and summer chat, that same person most likely will lose a couple pounds. I'm going to tell you why. In the winter, they are in a surplus. Because what do you eat in the winter and the fall? You eat a lot of candy. You eat a lot of sweets. You have Thanksgiving. You have Christmas. You have whatever holiday you celebrate where you tend to eat in excess, right? You're also inside. You're not going for a walk in the middle of January when you live on the East Coast and it's 20 degrees outside. And if you are, my hat goes off to you. But in the spring and summer... You're eating more, I don't want to say clean, but you're eating things that are in season. So you're eating possibly a lot more fruits and vegetables. You're getting out there. You're not eating all of this excess sweet and all of this excess food. So naturally, your body goes down a little bit. Am I, am I right or am I wrong in this lesson? No, I mean, again, very generally correct. Uh, yeah, right. There's a lot we can dissect there, but generally, yes. Uh, right. Also, Calico is correct. In yeah. Chat here. Yeah, that was that was what I was trying to get at is like, if you know caloric maintenance, I personally think that it's easier for you to intuitively eat because you're like, OK, what have I eaten today? Mm -hmm. So it's not just like, oh, me hungry stuff face. No, it's like, mm -hmm. all right. Like, let me look at my day. What have I eaten today? I had some eggs for breakfast. Uh, I wasn't really hungry, so I skipped the lunch. But I'm, like, hungry now for dinner. So, like, I can have, like, a bigger dinner. And, like, you know, you can do that. Mm -hmm. When you don't know those things on an internal level, I, I don't think intuitive eating, like, works because you don't have the habits yet. So it's all about healthy habits. You build yourself into those things. uh yeah okay pretty much do you do you have anything else to add before we go into our one question of the uh of the night and wrap this up no let's hit it okay got? uh so franklin turtz shout out to franklin turtz he asked in the discord uh what's the nature of a balanced diet and how does that look depending on the person um generally it looks different for everybody yeah because everybody has different needs on just a general like mammoth meat oh yeah that's how you that's how you stay warm in the winter pop so like i'm six foot five mm -hmm. pop and lock i don't actually don't know off the top of my head but pop and lock's not six foot like he's significantly shorter than me by nature he's five foot one pop and lock's caloric intake and the amount of calories that that man will eat are different than mine which means his balanced diet will in just in terms of portion size will be different than mine right off the bat if we're going on a baseline general like we're an average person who eats on like a normal maintenance uh so yeah it's short answer it is gonna be different for everyone based on body type not only food preference, but food aversion, uh, health history, mm. activity. Like there's so many factors that are gonna go into it to make it balanced for this person. But a balanced diet to circle all the way back to the top is gonna be something that promotes health and wellness. Um, mm -hmm. That is the main goal of nailing down that balanced diet is to promote health and wellness. So. Whatever you need to do to adjust those macros 
so that it is comfortable and preferable for your palate, mm -hmm. then that is what you can say is a good diet as a general heading. Uh, because you would need to really take a hard look at that person. Yeah, you'd have to do trends. like a whole like a whole case study on a person. Yeah, you would need to take a very hard look at that person to balance a diet specifically for them. But and, as uh, long as it's promoting health and wellness, and you're not beating yourself up yourself up over it, and you're not forking over your mortgage so someone can tell you, oh yeah, just eat three pieces of salami and then cry later at night. Oh my god. Uh, then, yeah, you know, like you're good, but it's very generally that's how you do that right so you know it's yeah i like i, I literally i i, I would mm -hmm. just be like repeating you but you know i would because if you're someone like zeph who trains right often zeph's balanced diet is not going to be the same as mine because zeph has different needs Zeph needs different things to do the things that he does. Mm-hmm. Um, and it all kind of just, it all interconnects. That's why, quick statement, and then we'll wrap this up because this can be tied into our supplement talk further down the road. But that's why when you see these influencers, quote unquote, that are like, I'm going to sell you my meal plan. Don't mm -hmm. do it. Now, if you have someone like, um, I don't know, say a uh, pure bull fit. And he, and you know, he's like, listen, my team has a nutritionist that is, or uh, the damn collective, right? From every damn day fitness. They have nutritionists. They have, we all have their certs. And they're like, they're not selling you their meal plan. They are helping you find a meal plan that fits your needs as a person. Mm -hmm. Because it is not one size fits all. And it's a lot of, honestly, it can be a lot of trial and error. Oh, it's mostly trial and error. And then you finally get out to the other side, all scraped up, bruised and bleeding with some light of understanding. And then it gets better. Yeah. So that's just a side note. But I'm going to I think we should wrap this episode up because we talked about everything we wanted and we're just yeah. shy of an hour. So we did uh, it we did it um if you guys want to join into the conversation we stream the podcast and record live every thursday night over on twitch the link will be in the podcast description again if you have any questions you ever want answered live on the show you can dm me uh zeph socials are all down below as well you can join the discord where we have a nutrition channel a workout channel a game channel where you can kind of ask any questions about any of those topics and otherwise thank you for joining me again zeph yeah man as we continue our conquest against lettuce <laughs> yeah lettuce uh genuinely awful and until next time don't forget to lift feast and game and we'll see you then <laughs>